And one last thing, one thing to remember that for graduates of 2023, Krispy Kreme is giving away free donuts to high school and college seniors. You just got to be able to walk in and prove you're a senior that just graduated. Debating whether or not I want to tell my high school senior that's the case. <laughs> yeah, you get some free donuts. Bring them home. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. It's coming up on 512 here on Wisconsin's Morning News this Monday morning, coming off an outstanding weekend weather. Yesterday was just absolutely Perfect, gorgeous. Right? Absolutely. Winds were down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nice and warm, not too warm. This is the time of year where that first time you hit 80, something like, ah, it's a little too hot. <laughs> Stop. I will entertain no complaints right? on that. Right? I actually put on sunblock yesterday. How about that? Have to. How about that? Especially on those cooler days where it's sunny. You're like, I don't feel hot, whatever. But then you spend a few hours out in huh. the sun at a kid's ball game right? or something. Little, or playing little golf. pink. Come back and like, ah, you got that like crispy, like, just eat. Yep. Yep. I, uh, another thing, pro tip here. I raised the lawnmower about one notch. Okay. Not about one notch. One notch was about a half inch, I think, on most. See, Mike, we raised it on my kid, too. And then yeah. after he was done, I'm like, hmm, doesn't look too tight to me. Might have to bring it back down. So what? You don't have the density yet to, su- no, we got some to support that? It, looks, it just looks hairy to me. Well, there is too high. I mean, you can have it too high. if You just want it right. What What's happening right now is now the grass is sort of growing in. It's nice and dense. So hmm. if you've got it on that lower setting that you had in spring, starting to get a lot of those... Shavings yeah. just kind of hanging around. I get a little bit of that hay. Looks like of... the hay field, right? Yeah. You want to kick that up for two reasons. One, it's just a healthier, <laughs> healthier level. Two, we're on a dry stretch here. I mean, I see no rain in the storm team forecast. Slight chance of showers Niz has on Wednesday, but that's not going to do it. Your lawn needs an inch of water a week to stay healthy. So especially if it's down at that lower level, it's going to get scorched real See, quick. See, I must have special powers in my lawn because I don't water my lawn, and it's still green and fantastic. And For now. Year in, year out. For green, now. Still green. Still got to mow it. I still promise growing. you, right now it's getting stressed. Because <laughs> my great lawn to me. is stressed. I watered twice already this weekend. My lawn loves it when my dog uses the facilities on it. does great. i got to get out there and inspect that hay field of yours. <laughs> so kick it up a notch if you haven't already. Pro tip, 513, Brandon Snyde has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After dropping the first two games in Tampa Bay, the Milwaukee Brewers bounced back on Sunday afternoon to take care of the Rays by a final of 6-3, to three, thanks to some major help off the bat of Rowdy Tellez. 3-1 pitch. Hit in the air in the center field. It's deep. Margot is back onto the track. Margot turns around. Watch this, baby. Goodbye, Rowdy Telez. Josh Maurer on the call right here on WTMJ. Freddie Peralta got the start for the Brewers, giving up three runs and five hits over six innings as the National League Central-leading Brewers found a way to stop a three-game skid. Yeah, it's it's, it's definitely that. Um, and, you know, I think Freddie probably wants one pitch back. They... they Made him work in that inning pretty good. Um, I think he threw 32 or 33 pitches that inning. Um, but and you know he the, the, he made a mistake with with some guys on base and they did a nice job with it. Other than that, I thought he pitched a wonderful game. The Brewers do get some home cooking tonight as they get ready to play host to the Houston Astros. First pitch is set for 6:40. Our coverage will begin right here on WTMJ at 6:05. 
Over to the NBA, Gabe Vincent scored a career-high 29 points, and the eight-seeded Miami Heat rolled past the Celtics 128-102 on Sunday night. Miami now leads the series three games to none with a chance to finish off the sweep on Tuesday night at home in Game 4. The Lakers, who are also down three games to none, will look to avoid a sweep tonight against Denver. Tip-off for Game 4 in L.A. will begin at 7.30. Lastly, over to the NFL, as the Green Bay Packers will have a new voice in the huddle on offense for the first time since 2008. Offensive coordinator Adam Stenovich is one you can count on who is eager and excited for number 10. From a playbook standpoint, um, I think pretty much all of it's on the table. You know, he's been around for three years, like you said, and, uh, you know, really attacked it even last year. You know, you could see him coming to his own, felt a lot more comfortable. So this year, he's really hitting it on all cylinders, and uh, so I'm really excited to kind of see what he's going to bring. The Packers will begin their first block of organized team activities later today. Brooks Kepka wins the PGA. I like golf, as you guys know. I like to watch golf. Saturday, the conditions were so miserable in Rochester, it was like it wasn't drizzling. It, was, yeah, it, it wasn't was rainy. It was raining. <laughs> raining. And they still play through that. I saw eh? Phil Mickelson. It was just drenched just, doing an interview. I'm like, what? Ugh. Yeah. So my point here is, as much as I like golf, I couldn't watch it. It was uncomfortable. I got wet. <laughs> watching. I'm like, I don't want to feel like this. All I could see is these guys thinking like, oh, how miserable. Whatever. I quit watching how it Saturday. you golf in that? You just do. I mean, like, so unless it's thunder and lightning, obviously... Uh, because that's a safety risk. But then if the course does get Im- unplayable, like there's standing water and there's okay. water in the traps and whatever, they'll call it off for those conditions. But other than that, you play through. And they play that sounds through. miserable. It is. I have done that. Yeah. I'm past the point in my golf playing now where I'll accept it. Like I used to be, <laughs> oh, if they let us out, we'll play. Nah, not so much anymore. <laughs> 518. Are the folks who work from home immoral? One top-level CEO suggesting that. That story next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Getting it going here on this Monday morning, 522 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Elon Musk says work from home is a moral issue. Every time this guy opens his mouth, it's interesting. The, the laptop class is living in La La Land. Okay. <laughs> the laptop class is living in La La Land. Kind of agree with him on that statement. Is this is this a Musk watch? I, yes, absolutely. I it's, am bringing the Musk watch today. I, I that, love it. Yeah, is it still qualified? Fired up. Well, I did say people are going to die. Musk watch for Monday, May twenty second. So Musk in an interview with CNBC. I'm a big believer that that that, that people need to are more productive when they're in person. Okay, agree with them there. They're talking about workplace productivity, whether or not people should be in person, whether or not people should be allowed to work from home. Okay, so like many others, he thinks people should all be back at work. But not all CEOs certainly agree on that. There's some places that are encouraging work from home. They think it allows them to recruit people from wider base. Harley Davidson among them saying, "What, what do I care where people work if they're capable of doing the work from home? Why should we have this... You know, big headquarters that's full of people and expensive to run and all sorts of things. So even sure, CEOs disagree it. on that. But they're talking back and forth about you know, work from home versus in-person work. Now, this is where Musk's comments take an unfamiliar turn, making the case that working from home is largely immoral. Look, there are some exceptions, but I, I kind of think that, that the whole notion of work from home is, is a bit like the, you know, the, 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 the fake Marie Antoinette quote, let them eat cake. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
it's like it's like really you're going to work from home and you're going to make everyone else who made your car come work to the fact work in the factory you're going to make the people who make your food that gets delivered that they can't work from home the you know the the, the people that that come fix your house they they can't work from home but you can does that seem morally right that's messed up it's messed up <laughs> One more here quick from Musk. Pressed on it, he doubles down. Because they're asking everyone else to not work from home while they do. So he's saying because not everybody can work from home, some jobs are clearly so, not work from home because jobs. Because if not everyone can do it, no one should? Is that his suggestion? So that's where I depart from. I disagree with him on this. Hmm. We've talked about work from home. My preference for me personally is I've always wanted to come to work. That works for me. That's where I'm productive. We also have the kind of job where it's so much easier. We could do it. I mean, once in a while we will have people check in with the show from home. And Debbie Lasga has worked from home before. Right, she can do it. She gets her stuff mm -hmm. all set up. Yep. And you probably on most days can't tell whether she's here or there. So what difference does it make in terms of the product? We have people, certainly on our marketing staff or whatever, who can, if they're going out on a sales call, talking yeah. with one of our partners, in, out, whatever, they right. get their computer, they can do it. I, I will say it bugs me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it, it, it bugs you. me. And I don't know why. Well, it, it largely doesn't affect me. But it's not because you're jealous, because you'd rather be here. Because I'd rather be here, so I don't know what bugs me about it. Hmm. I guess on, on rare occasion, I've gone looking for someone, like somebody I need. I need to talk to. Hey, have you seen Shinalinden? Like, oh, he's worked from home today. Nah. Hmm. Well, that's great. You know, <laughs> so you just right. assume they're out of pocket then? Like, <laughs> yes. Like, nah. <laughs> they're couch surfing. Today. So is no, that moral, though? Is it, I mean, Musk saying that it's immoral. Odd, odd choice there, don't you think? that Because extrapolate that out to its illogical conclusion that as long as someone's doing something that you can't do that's immoral right yeah I somebody's mean, because a, they took a choice they went they picked a lane that you didn't pick doesn't mean that they did anything wrong and it doesn't even break on economic class traditionally i mean you could have someone who is in office who's a high level person making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year where you have someone who's maybe a part-time or even a full-time person at less than 50,000 who can do what they do on their laptop yeah, and yeah. do that at home. So it doesn't break on that traditional class warfare issue. Yeah. I just wonder where he gets the, the morality of it. Because he's just that type of guy. Because <laughs> it's just he's, interesting. He's more, yeah, he's more dramatic and has to say things that move the needle. Does he really think that? Like if you go to a restaurant, people are serving you. That's immoral. What See, I'm I, sitting here like a king. People are serving me. What, given the way his brain back and make it, his brain works that way though. That yeah, I think he sees that as unfair. Well, there's your Musk watch, nonetheless. For give me the whole thing. Musk watch for Monday, May twenty second. Well, I did say people were gonna die. The, the laptop class is living in La La Land. Five forty-two on Wisconsin's morning news weekend of commencements for local colleges yeah. and universities. A couple of big ones. So Marquette held theirs on Saturday. UW Milwaukee had one. Cardinal Stritch. So we'll start at Marquette, where Marley Matlin, the actress, uh, the deaf actress, was the speaker. And here's what made this unique: is that I expected her to speak. I thought she would actually give the speech, but she didn't. She signed the entire speech, and her interpreter spoke. The morning after I won the Oscar that I won out of pity and that I didn't deserve the Oscar because I was a deaf person in a deaf role I was able to rewrite the formula for success and access for someone who was deaf 
looking beyond the critics who doubted me and eventually proved them wrong. And how did I do it? Simply by speaking my truth. Yeah, so there's Matlin speaking through an interpreter. Her son graduated from Marquette on Saturday. Uh, you mentioned that she did not herself speak. If you've seen her work before, you know she, she can she speak can, yeah, and right. often will sign and speak as well yep. in her Hollywood roles and mm -hmm. things like that. She was on West Wing for a couple of seasons, right. maybe. Right. Right. Really loved her in that role. Uh, very good in the Coda movie. A movie called Coda came out a couple of years ago on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, here's another one. Cardinal Stritch held its ceremony as well at the Wisconsin Center. The final one, Dr. Dan Scholes. So I spoke with him. He's a university president. I talked to him on Friday. And he was like, look, this is an interesting dance because we want to honor the school since this is our final commencement. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we're honoring the students who are actually earned their degree. Like, it's more it's about still their them. Day. Yeah, it's their day. We can't just spend it on the school. So they walked that fine line. As the final graduating class from Cardinal Stritch University, you are the institution's lasting legacy. You shouldn't feel overwhelmed by that. I know you will do all of us proud because your stretch education and experience has prepared you not just to answer this challenge, but to triumph. And one last thing, one thing to remember, that for graduates of 2023, Krispy Kreme is giving away free donuts to high school and college seniors. You just got to be able to walk in and prove you're a senior that just graduated. Debating whether or not I want to tell my high school senior that's the case. <laughs> yeah, you get some free donuts. Bring them home. 544, Brandon's got sports next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After losing three straight games, Brian Anderson and company helped turn the tide for the Brew Crew in Tampa Bay on Sunday afternoon. First offering, and Anderson rips one into center field for a base hit. Yelich around third. He's going to score, and Brian Anderson delivers with the RBI single. It's 6-3 to three Crew. Lane Grind on the call right here on WTMJ as Anderson rips the RBI single there to put the Brewers up 6-4, to four, and that score would hold as Milwaukee secured its 25th win of the season. Freddie Peralta was the one who got the start for the Brew Crew. He gave up three runs and five hits over six innings of work. But Devin Williams, he was the story for the game, the big-time Closer for the Brewers coming in for the four-out save for number seven on the season. I, mean, I thought, um, you know, it was two games where we needed it, and um, he delivered big time. Both of them came into big jams and, and got us out of them and, and pitched a pretty good ninth. The Brewers are back in Milwaukee tonight as they get ready to play host to the Houston Astros. Corbin Burns is slated to get the start. First pitch is set for 640. Our coverage will begin right here on WTMJ at 605. Over to golf as Brooks Kupka hangs on and outlasts Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland to win his third PGA Championship and his fifth career major. Kupka conquers the PGA at Oak Hill. With the win, Kupka also became the first live golfer to win a major tournament. Hovland still looking for his. He's hanging around. He's hanging he around. Fought. He's hanging around he at these majors. Can't get it yet. He fought. Uh, over to hockey, playoff hockey, that is, for the first time since 2006. The Milwaukee Admirals are moving on to the Western Conference Finals 
after a deciding Game 5 win on Sunday by a final score of 5-2 to two over Texas. To him from the bottom of the far circle, kicked away by Murray on the follow. Right point, Del Geiser with a minute to go, they score! Joachim Kemmel with a deflection in front of the net with 58.5 to go in the first period. Milwaukee leads 4-0. That call courtesy of AHL-TV as the ads dominate from start to finish and move on to play Coachella Valley Firebirds in a best-of-seven series which will begin on Thursday night. Yeah, these two previous, both best of fives, man. Anything can happen in those. In a weird so. like frame, too, like a couple home, and yeah. then you're, you don't, you're not home again. It was two home and then three away. The, right? yeah. yeah, so this will open up in Coachella, uh, two games, and then they'll have three in Milwaukee, so somewhat normal. Coming up, how many times do you get to mishandle classified information and still keep your job? That story just ahead on Wisconsin's Morning News. about eight minutes before six o'clock on this monday morning i did want this story to get lost on the on the front end of the weekend there was some really important information coming out on it and sometimes folks check out a little bit early right on the news cycle oh sure get into your weekend Mm -hmm. and things happen and you come in monday you want to get refreshed so the air national guardsman accused of posting classified documents all over the internet is not getting out of prison while awaiting trial. That decision was made Friday by a federal judge. ABC's Aaron Katursky gets us up to speed. Appealing for his release, the defense urged the judge here to consider Texera's peaceful reading of the Bible before his arrest. Prosecutors said that's not the real Jack Texera, pointing to a video of him uttering racial and anti-Semitic slurs before firing off a rifle. Prosecutors said Texera has become skilled and experienced at hiding these unsavory elements of his character. Yeah, strong play there. No, Jack's just reading his Bible. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just because you read the Bible doesn't mean you're interested in its content. Right? <laughs> Correct. So uh, the judge not so much buying that. That video is supposed to be pretty bad. I've not been able to access it. I know some news outlets have had it and broadcast parts of it. But uh, what else here? According to CNN, lawyers in court Friday sparred over bail for Texera, whom I guess we're now calling Texera. Yeah, I thought it was Texera, but then it... Slowly tweaked now. So it sounds like that's what we're calling it. Texera? So, yeah, okay. so let's let's go with that. CNN reporting he will continue to be held until trial, expected still to be weeks away. The judge agreeing that Texera poses a potential threat to national security if released. Good news here is, at least in exposing government and military secrets by posting these classified docs online and bragging about it to his online gaming buddies, Texera, according to authorities, also exposed some pretty serious weaknesses in our protection of these documents. Here's Katursky again. Court records now show Texera had been warned three times about deep diving into intelligence information. But prosecutors say he shared such information in a social media group that included foreigners. That's the part that gets me. That he was warned three times? Three times? Like, that would seem pretty basic. How many times do you get to mess up with classified documents if you're just some 21-year-old you know, whatever. It's not someone important that you factor. Right. You don't need to necessarily hold it. He's not some rising star is what you're saying. Right. Or he's not some four star general who right. we better be careful about. To, you know, maybe, you know, or someone who's really important to various operations. This is nobody. It's nobody of importance. I, the number for me is one time. <laughs> yeah. You make the mistake once and then right. you're gone. And you're out. Like, why would we even mess around with that? I mean, are we, are we that hard up for recruiting airmen? Well, it is pretty I mean, bad. Right. So, yeah, we, we couldn't bear losing Jack Texera. That's 
the point. And beyond that, heads are starting to roll. Alex uh, Mallon from ABC. Two of the supervisors from Texera's unit were actually placed on suspension and their clearances also were suspended. It's unclear whether that was related to those previous disciplinary incidents. The, the Pentagon is not commenting on the substance of those suspensions. You could see further suspensions down the line as the government continues its investigation, as the Pentagon also continues its parallel internal investigation. And oh, by the way, if you're in one of the other branches of the military and you want to kind of laugh at those guys over there in the Air National Guard, Brandon, you're a military veteran. Army, who's your big rival? Army, Navy, right? Uh, don't like those Navy guys. Marines. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, don't start laughing Navy? too hard. At, yeah. Don't start laughing too hard at these guys because you're all next. The big question for the Air Force, and I would say the Pentagon at large, not just the Air Force, the Navy, other branches will be facing questions as to whether they are keeping a handle on who has access to classified materials. Yeah. So bottom line here, the story just gets worse the more we learn. Can't about we it. just have one smooth operation? <laughs> Can't we have something that works effectively? It's funny you mention that because we just had what the uh, failure of the, the Secret, Secret Service, Service yeah. right? They've got mm -hmm. an intruder in a top in the NSA mm -hmm. top guy, National Security Advisor. Yeah, in his house. Some well, drunk wanders yeah. into his house with Secret Service on site, and they can't figure out how that happened. We've had sexual assault running rampant, which seems like forever now. That doesn't seem to be going away. Well, Texera has not yet entered a plea. He's charged under the Espionage Act with unauthorized retention and transmission of National Defense Administration and unauthorized removal of classified information and defense materials. Hasn't yet entered a plea trial could still be weeks away. Court records now show Texera had been warned three times about deep diving into intelligence information. Business headlines are up next, sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Teddy Nichol. A new Caribou Coffee Cafe in Brookfield could open this summer in the former location of Papino's Pizza and Restaurant. Caribou has signed a long-term lease to open at the intersection of Capitol Drive and Calhoun Road. Fredert Health closed its behavioral health unit at its Menominee Falls Hospital this month, and it plans to close the birth center at its Manitowoc Hospital on June 1st. It's shuttering the units as many health systems face financial headwinds due to rising costs. Construction on a redevelopment of the library on Milwaukee's North Martin Luther King Jr. Drive is officially underway. The project will create 93 affordable apartments, a new public library building, and a community space in the restored lobby of the Garfield Theater Building. I'm Teddy Nykel with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.